Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered, It is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Wow, Jesus. Way to not make this woman feel loved. This story seems to fly in the face of everything that I know about Jesus and the promises that he has given. For God so loved the world, except for this one Canaanite woman who he called a dog and denied her request for help. (laughs) Yet actually, there really is a lot of meaningful stuff going on here. I mean, how many times have you yourself felt the stiff arm of Jesus? So much going on that it seems that Jesus is not checking his email anymore. The phone is off the hook. The voicemail box is full. Or he's just too busy to care. How many times have we been at our wit's end and cry out, Lord, help me! Just like this Canaanite woman. Only to hear nothing. Not even our echo in return. Silence. Deafening silence. But what we need to realize, first and foremost, is that it is not all about us. It's not all about you. It's not all about me. We do have a very me-centered kind of faith. If God won't listen to me and do what I want, then He must not care. Or maybe He isn't even there at all. Because it's all about me. Well, let me tell you a story about a woman from Canaan. The first thing we notice about this woman is that she comes to Jesus not for herself. Not that there's anything wrong with coming to Jesus for ourselves. But she comes because her daughter is afflicted by evil. She recognizes that there is something beyond her control, something beyond her ability to cure, something she cannot handle on her own. And so she goes to the only one who can help. And that takes faith. Second, she's a Canaanite. Well, what difference does that make, Pastor? Well, the Canaanites. The Canaanites were despised by the Jews. And for the most part, the feeling was mutual. If you remember in the Old Testament, whenever the Israelites came into the Promised Land, as Joshua led them in, God told the people of Israel, He said, the Canaanite people are evil. Wipe them out. Get rid of them. Do not show any mercy. Destroy them, man, woman, and child. Well, that doesn't sound much like a loving God, does it? Except, God knew the wickedness of these people. 
And he knew what they would do in turn to his children. The Canaanite people were somewhat of a pagan people. They worshipped Baal and Asherah amongst other gods. And the things that they did in their worship in their own temples are things that I would rather not get into in church. It was depraved. And God knew that if these people stuck around, then his people too would follow after that. So he said, wipe them out, get rid of them, remove them. And you know what the Israelite people did? The same thing they pretty much always did, they disobeyed God. Because here today, in our story, we have a Canaanite woman. And everything that God had told the Israelites that would happen, did happen. The Israelites chased after these other gods, Baal and Asherah, and they even incorporated some of the depraved things from their worship into their worship of Yahweh, our God. And so faithful Jews despised the Canaanites for this. And we see this in the disciples in our reading today. She comes asking for help, and his disciples came and begged him, saying, Send her away, for she is crying out after us. Get rid of her. Push her aside. We don't have time for that. Just looking at the text, without the historical context, would put Jesus and the disciples as hateful and uncaring people. And yes, while the disciples carried with them this Old Testament hatred for the pagan Canaanite people, Jesus uses this as an opportunity to teach the disciples something. And what he teaches them, and us, is something truly magnificent. He tells this woman that he only came for the lost sheep of Israel. Her only reply was to ask him again. Notice, she doesn't deny what he says. She knows he came for the people of Israel. He was a Jewish rabbi. Of course he came to the Jews. She doesn't reference her conversion to Judaism if there was such a thing. She doesn't proclaim that she has renounced her heritage which is somewhat popular today, or point to her works, which also we all do. No, she simply comes to him. And this time, on her knees, she knelt before him and asks him again. And as the story moves along, you will see that she takes on more and more humility. Lord, help me. And Jesus replies, It's not right to take the children's bread and to throw it to the dogs. Notice again when she replies that she doesn't point to her tithing record, her church attendance, her work in the soup kitchen, or volunteering for the VBS. No, she accepts the fact that she is a dog. 
a despised creature to the Jews. Dogs were nasty. They ate dead things. They peed on the walls. They were gross. Yes, Lord, she says. Yes, Lord, I'm a dog. Yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Notice where she's at now. She's now a dog under the table. Yet she is begging from Jesus with big puppy dog eyes. She knows that he is her master. She wants just a taste of what might fall from his table. She isn't looking or asking for everything, just a taste, just what the master will give to her. The leftovers. She's only asking for crumbs. Another neat thing here is this. It was only a chapter ago that Jesus fed the 5,000 plus. Jesus is surrounded by a large mass of people. 5,000 men, not counting women and children. Easily 8 to 10,000. And notice from that story that Jesus fully fed everyone there. None of them left hungry. In fact, they were all satisfied. They were stuffed. Kind of like us after Thanksgiving. But there's one little tidbit of information at the end of the story. It's just kind of dangling there. It says, and they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up 12 baskets full of the broken pieces left over. Left over. The people were satisfied. This was left over. Have you found the tie-in to the story of the Canaanite dog woman yet? She's asking for those leftovers. Once God's people, the Jewish people, the people of promise were satisfied, give me something that's left over. That's all I want. I don't deserve even that, but I'll take the crumbs, the leftovers. She isn't wanting to take anything away from the Jews. She simply knows that there is enough left over. The crumbs. And she can save her daughter. She knew she was a Canaanite. She knew she, that he was an Israelite. She knew the risk of being there and of asking of him. She knew she didn't deserve it. She knew she'd probably be turned away. She knew she'd probably be called a dog or worse. She knew this. Yet she believed that Jesus could and He would help her. Each Sunday we come here and the first thing we do in the service is beg for crumbs. God, I don't deserve this. I'm a miserable sinner. I've sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, and what I've done, and what I've left undone. I've not loved you with my whole heart. I've not loved my neighbor as myself. I justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. But for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. Give me the crumbs. That's 
all I ask. And what does Jesus do? In the stead and by the command of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins. This woman knew where she stood. She was a dog under the table, begging for scraps. And she asked Jesus for crumbs. And, and guess what he did? He didn't give her the crumbs. He gave her so much more. Oh woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. Oh woman, great is your faith. Not, oh dog, how great are your works? Show me your tithing receipt. Oh woman, he has rehumanized her. He is making her whole again. Oh woman. And he acknowledges her faith. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. John 3, 16 through 18. God is not interested in where you came from, where you've been, what you've done, good or bad. God's interested in you. Jesus died for you. Only two people in the book of Matthew are praised for their faith. Only two. Neither of them are Jews. Neither of them are disciples. They are both Gentiles. Outsiders. They're this Canaanite woman and the Roman centurion. Jesus, on this day, in this story, slapped the disciples and us with a reality check. They had learned to hate the Canaanites. They had learned to see them as less than, as dogs. And in doing that, they automatically saw themselves as superior, as masters. But here, Jesus reminds us that we are all dogs. We are all begging for crumbs. We're all undeserving to sit at the master's table and eat with him. Yet that is exactly what he has us do. Come to his table and eat with him. We are invited to taste and see that the Lord is good. He has prepared a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. He has given us a foretaste of the feast to come, the marriage feast of the Lamb and His kingdom, which has no end. For now it feels as if we only get the crumbs, and in some ways, I guess we do. 
because we're still waiting for the Master to come. We wait patiently for Him to set all things right. And on that day, all our prayers will be answered. All our tears will be gone. Reunions will happen. Peace will reign. Our God will show that He is truly triumphant. And those who have humbly been eating the crumbs from under His table will sit with Him and dine like royalty as heirs to the kingdom. In my Father's house, says Jesus, are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. Amen. And now may the peace that passes all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.